Good morning, everybody. We have a sharply lower trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. July corn futures down 9.5 cents at 6.50. December corn is down 13 and a quarter at 5.33 and a quarter. July soybeans down 9 cents at 15.17 and a quarter. November uh, soybeans down 14 at 13.46 and a half. July Chicago wheat down 16 and a quarter at 6.58. July Kansas City wheat down 13 and three quarters at 6.10 and a quarter. July spring wheat down 10 and a half at 690 if you guys are listening on the podcast as always appreciate it leave me a review or a rating if you have not already if you are watching on youtube make sure you subscribe to the channel my goal is to get to that 2000 subscriber mark i think we're really really close so uh subscribe to the channel if you have not already and hit the like button if you uh like what you're seeing here that would certainly help me out if you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Uh, go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For $49 a month, I offer a subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. That includes every overnight headline you need to be aware of, all sorts of interesting charts and graphics, a lot of stuff related to grain marketing. Uh, it includes my text message service and my subscriber-only videos and content, which have been very popular in these subscriber only videos. I really get into depth in regard to grain marketing, uh, cash sales, capture and carry options, all that stuff. Uh, certainly check this deal out. 49 bucks a month, bill to your credit card, cancel it absolutely anytime. Uh, you can't beat that. Let's get into the headlines here this morning. I'd say that uh, weather may be uh, the biggest headline this morning. And as we move forward here, um, you know, this is going to be something that we talk about probably on a daily basis. It would be U.S. weather. There is a lot of rain headed for the western Corn Belt and southern plains. Um, for those of you watching on YouTube, I've got the map here of, on my screen, and this is the forecasted uh, precipitation for the next seven days. You can see a good chunk of Iowa, a good chunk of Nebraska, a good chunk of Kansas, a good chunk of Missouri, a little bit of western Illinois down into Oklahoma. Those areas are going to see two to three inches of rain in, in a lot of spots uh, over the next seven days. Uh, surrounding areas will see less than that. You know, the eastern Corn Belt may be over, only an inch over the next seven days. Um, up north, the, the Dakotas, uh, still drier by comparison. But I'd say that these rains in, in Iowa, uh, parts of Illinois, Missouri, uh, Nebraska, these are pockets that have been pretty dry. I think this is seen as being kind of a bearish deal here this morning. So, you know, we're getting to that time frame now where the trade's going to become very interested in weather. Um, there are still problem pockets. I mean, the Dakotas are hugely problematic. There are places out east that have been uh, very dry. There are other dry pockets in places like uh, there's some pockets of northern Illinois that have been dry, northern Indiana. There are, there are some pockets here and there, but all in all, I'd say that the forecast this morning sets up as being a little bit negative. And that may even go for the winter wheat market too. You got all these rains headed for Kansas and Oklahoma. And I think that that crop's already in good shape based on what the crop tour told us uh, last week in Kansas, but uh, probably not a positive. Fund traders are peeling back length in the row crop markets. Uh, as of last, in the week ending last Tuesday, fund sold 17,000 contracts of corn, 23,000 contracts of soybeans, um, and they sold some wheat also. And private groups estimate that uh, funds were net sellers of, of row crops and wheat across the board in, in the three days uh, following the end of that reporting period last Tuesday. I'm going to show you the chart of uh, CF, the CFTC chart of the, the corn position here. And um, 
They've widened up quite a bit. Uh, the official number as of last Tuesday, funds were net long futures only, about 294,000. Private groups estimate that they sold another 22,000 late in the week. Um, guys, I put these, what I call my fund tracker charts in the newsletter um, every single Monday morning. That's part of the subscription deal. So if you like this kind of chart, you wanna see it on uh, a weekly basis, uh, certainly give that newsletter a shot. So, yeah, funds are, are peeling back. I, I believe that as of Friday's close, the estimate when you take the private uh, numbers into consideration, funds were only long 114,000 contracts of soybeans, which would be the lightest since like August of last year, I think. I, I think I'm right about that. Um, so they've really peeled back some length there. And again, guys, in, in this sort of market, especially these uh, estimates from private groups can be very, very wrong. And they've been very, very wrong uh, as of late. So take that with a grain of salt. There's some rain headed for southern Brazil and, and maybe some other areas, but I think it's I think the general consensus is that it's going to be too little too late for a lot of that Brazilian corn crop. The specifics regarding this crop are still up for debate, certainly. I mean, you have Conab uh, out with their estimate, was it last week or two weeks ago, 106.4 in regard to Brazil's corn crop. And then AgroConsult was out yesterday with the, with the lowest estimate. We've seen 91.1. That's a difference of more than 600 million bushels between the two estimates. Uh, my assumption would be that reality is probably somewhere in the middle, but this is not a done deal. And uh, there's still a lot of uh, uh, unknowns there regarding the size of that crop. I think some people would argue that demand for U.S. soybeans has retreated a little bit. Um, we haven't seen much at all in terms of, of export sales uh, in regard to old crop, and that's normal. I mean, we really shouldn't be selling a whole lot of beans on the export market for old crop at this point in time. Uh, this is this is kind of Brazil's time to shine here, and they just harvested a record crop. Um, it's much cheaper than anything available out of the U.S., and I think that anybody who wants U.S. beans, I mean, they're going to wait until harvest. Um, the other thing is that, you know, there's some chatter that, that a lot of processors here in the U.S. are are mostly covered up until that new crop time frame. So, you know, you've got an inversion in the market. And just like we're seeing China do with corn, I mean, they're buying a whole bunch of new crop corn. If processors can wait in beans until uh, new crop when things are a little bit cheaper and, and the board's certainly cheaper right now, uh, that's probably what they're going to do. We had a cattle on feed report out on Friday. I would say it was maybe slightly bearish. Uh, cattle on feed 105, they were looking for 104. The placements number came in at 127. They were looking for 121. Uh, marketing's 133. They were looking for 130. Um, cash cattle trade last week, I, I don't think did anything crazy on Friday. I think we were still mostly kind of floating around that 119 to 120 neighborhood. Uh, box beef was up marginally on uh Friday. And the outside markets here this morning, the S&P's up 17, the Dow's up about 100. We've got gold up 4 bucks. US dollars down just a little bit. It's been kind of soft here. Crude oil is up 93 cents in the July WTI 6450. Uh, bonds up just a little bit. Everybody have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.